International Maron, welcome, <laughs> uh, uh, dames and folks. Oh, I'm podcasting over oh, here. Hey, oh, it's episode 42 of I Learned Nothing over here. Hey, watch the threads. Watch the threads. Watch the heads. Heads are going to roll. Episode 42. Guess what we're talking about today, bitch. <laughs> My name is Benjamin C. Cholak. I am the hey, uh, Gonfalonieri of philosophy right. at Princeton University. Uh, with me here is my student, Patrick Dean. Patrick, say hello. Hey, hello. Hello, everyone. How are you? Hey, make... Okay, everyone listening to this podcast, make some noise if you're ready to learn. Man, everyone's going crazy right yeah, now. Yeah, they're going, they're going nuts. It's probably just Marcus yelling. <laughs> yeah, it's probably just Marcus. Hey, Marcus. <laughs> Super fan Marcus just What's yelling. What's up, man? Um, today, we're talking about uh, this fucking mook. Yeah. Okay. You're going to teach me some philosophy. I'm finally ready to learn. Yeah. I've opened, <laughs> I've opened my heart to uh, to the Lord, mm-hmm. and I've opened my brain to Ben Sherlock. Are you sure? Yeah. Really? You're going to learn this time? I'm ready, dude. Are you listening? Yeah. All right. Everyone keeps wondering in the reviews if I actually learn anything. Yeah. And you know what? Yet to be determined. Well, you know what? It would be a shame if you didn't learn anything on this it episode. It would be a shame. It'd yeah. be a shame if you're listening. It'd be a shame for you to not leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Go to iTunes. Go to I Learn Nothing. Give us a five-star review. Maybe just write a few words of, of, of what you like about it. Yeah. Um, write your least favorite Ben Sholock moment. <laughs> Mine, my review would be way too long. It would what, not, what is your least favorite Ben Sherlock moment? Oh, brother. Can't there are one. not... An, it's, it's like asking how many stars there are in the galaxy. <laughs> Who knows, you know? Well, some physicist probably knows. Well, well, then get him on. He can fucking tell you all his least favorite memories. <laughs> uh, we'll get that. We'll get this, this, this physicist on. Um, so, yeah, go ahead and leave us a five-star review on that. Um, That'd be also, lovely. Another lovely thing, if you go to our, if you go to ilearnnothing.com, right, our website, yeah. you can uh, gain access to our Patreon page. Remember yeah. that? And uh, you can support us there. Uh, any of you uh, wisdom heads out there who uh, enjoy our, our podcast and love learning here. Both of you. Uh, yep, all two of you. Uh, go ahead and, uh, uh, you know, if you'd like... We'd appreciate it. Go ahead and uh, pledge a little bit uh, to help us uh, keep going, offering these uh, these wonderful, uh, uh, insightful, and enlightening yes. episodes about philosophy. These literal buckets of dog shit that we call a, uh, a podcast. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you want to, you don't have to. Kick in a, a couple shekels. Why not? Yeah, sure. Also, a couple te- ducats. Also, tell us what you want the rewards to be, because as far as I can tell, we we don't know. We don't know. We don't know what to <laughs> offer yet. We're probably gonna offer some T-shirts and stickers and shit. Uh, I, I bonus episodes. Bonus episodes. Some video content. I know we got that in the works. Um, Podcasts unrelated to this, maybe. Who knows? Who extra? Who knows? Extra goodies. Um, if you if you give us a hundred bucks. 
not even a month, just a one-time only payment of $100, you can come here to Dean Man Studios mm-hmm. and you can punch Ben in the balls. Yep. And I get to punch you too. <laughs> Fuck you. Why? Because <laughs> I'm... You, know, you don't get to do that. Sure. No, only our listeners get to punch me in the balls. Okay. But I also get to as well. A one-time so, donation of $500 gets you Tim the Cat. Honestly, dude, name or best offer. Name your price. <laughs> yeah. I'm sick. Or like if you have anything in the back of your truck that you want to get rid of, we'll take it. I'm sick of waking up for work and going, huh, well, which work shirt should I wear? I'll wear this one. Oh, no, I can't. It's covered in fucking cat hair. Oh, they all are. My whole life right now. But that's why we have thousands, that literally thousands of lint rollers in the apartment right yeah, now. They do no good. <laughs> really? Well, no, it's not they do no good. It just takes a long time. Uh-huh. And I'm sick of getting hair yeah well also it takes a while because all the glue is literally licked off by tim because that's he's a the fucking glue at it that's another thing <laughs> is that the cat that lives with me he is addicted to licking the glue off the lint roller yeah. this cat is is this it's so deranged deranged it eats lettuce <laughs> but only if victoria the owner will hold the lettuce up for him uh-huh. if you put it on the ground it won't touch it yeah if vic holds a thing of lettuce it will jump up on his tippy toes and just nibble you ever see a cat nibble lettuce yeah it is horrifying i saw tim do it okay so go to the patreon if you want but please write a review it takes two seconds yeah out somehow just a couple words like these these boys are handsome and smart oh yeah so write your least favorite ben cholok memory Mm -hmm. and say that we're handsome yeah say that we're handsome please please because there's a first time we need this guys we yeah. really need this. So, Ben, you're going to teach me a little bit about a thing or two about a thing or two. Yeah, a thing or two about a thing or two about this fucking mook. Yeah. From, oh, this guy. Yeah. Yeah. From uh, from Renaissance era Florence. Right. Uh, he is uh, admired and despised. Despised? Despised. I guess that makes sense. Hated. Uh, also admired. Also, uh, a lot of people take his advice. Uh, his name is... And Niccolo Machiavelli. Yeah. Uh, Niccolo Machiavelli. He's a uh, political philosopher from, uh, he was born in 1469 in wow. Florence, Italy. Italian uh, guy. Is an Italian guy. I'm shocked that most of his philosophies don't revolve around red sauce and tits. Well, and how much he loves his mother. <laughs> we'll get into that. Actually. Oh no, this, <laughs> this guy, this spaghetti slurping son of a bitch. This spaghetti slurping son of a bitch is. <laughs> This is like we make fun of a lot of nationalities <laughs> right in this podcast only primarily the white ones. yeah only the white ones primarily the english uh but we we dip into the the thick the italians the thick marinara sauce that is the <laughs> the italian culture because it's so funny and boy howdy you're gonna have to forgive us on this one because <laughs> well, what's funny is that like this guy is the most italian dude of all time those guys are all real like it's a thing yeah. where it's like you know, you have certain stereotypes in your head, but then like, then like you'll go to like, you know, New York or an area with a yeah. lot of them. <laughs> Don't say it like that. The, I, a lot of the Italians. Yeah. And you just hear them talk and you're like, oh my God, this is a real fucking It's real. Thing. Yeah. It's like when I moved here and like I met like. Texans. like texans yeah and then you're like no that's a movie thing they, no. they don't really talk like that and then they you do. meet someone from texas and you're like oh whoa yep like with uh with mr Soroyce of last episode talking about that guy at uh, yeah. dave's ice house dave oh, yeah, from yeah, dave's yeah. ice house where he garbles all his words up to the front of his mouth like this <laughs> and he's like yeah I'm, I'm, i can't really do it as well as pat did but right anyway those people exist them yeah them <laughs> those people ben so we're gonna talk those about one of in little italy yeah we're gonna talk about one of these people he's from big italy 
uh <laughs> like the biggest the biggest italy <laughs> yeah he's a spicy boot <laughs> spicy boot nick <laughs> spicy boot nick um what oh i dropped some oregano on my boot and i oh. love it oh oh, oh. Have you heard of this? I mean, it's a it's a, a boot alafonia sankatseki. <laughs> it's when you dump a bunch of oregano in a shoe and then you eat it. Okay, okay can I can I say this about uh-huh. Italian food? Yeah, it's, great. It's great. It's the same. Every dish is the same thing. Kind of, not really. It's that's red sauce a, that's, and cheese and meat. And no, that's a Ita- that's first of all, that's Southern Italian food, and right. that's a lot of uh, the immigrants from Southern Italy were the ones who came to the United States. Well, that's we, why well, we, we thank only you know for that. that. Yeah, Thanks but Northern Italian food is very good as well. It's just all. It's but it's just the same thing. No, it's, well, okay. disguise looking that's as an ignorant things. thing to say from an ignorant person. No, so it's that's not. Good. Yeah. You think I haven't eaten? It? I worked at an Italian place. You think I've eaten Italian food? Look at me, dude. I'm a, I'm a walking advertisement for Italian food. Italian food is good. You know what? We're gonna get Chinese food, but now I kind of want Italian food. Now let's get Chinese food later. You want Chinese food? Okay. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna eat Chinese food. Okay. Me and Ben. Me, me and my friend Ben. Yeah. We're, we're two two bros. We're gonna hang out and we're gonna eat Chinese food together. In dead silence. <laughs> yeah. Just... No music. No TV. Just <laughs> silence. Just us alone with our sins. With our... <laughs> okay. Um. What do you know about Niccolo Machiavelli? I know that. A lot of people know who he is. He's very famous. Mm-hmm. And I know about the art of war. Um, I know that a lot of people use his like military strategies for their everyday life, which is a little bit odd. So and that's also Tupac Shakur. Oh, yeah. Machiavelli. To Machiavelli. Yeah, right. Um, Illuminati. He was a- all through your body. Yeah. Come with me. Remember? So then hold on. So what's his deal then? Okay, so here's his deal. So, born in 1469. Very in, good uh, to his mother. He was pretty good to his mother. He was also, he was also a big fan saint. of his father. Really? He, he followed in the footsteps of his father. So, uh, Machiavelli was born in Florence in 1469. Uh, he died <laughs> in... What? I said... <laughs> Oh yeah, sixty nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fourteen sixty nine. Yeah, yeah, very funny. Oral, he, oral he was. It's, it's actually the first case ever of someone being born from a sixty nine. Like instead of <laughs> instead of conventional <laughs> sexual intercourse, they did they sixty nine each other, Can and then uh, yeah, his parents sixty nine each other, and then he was just born. It's, it's a it was a immaculate conception. Just came out with tons of uh, hair on his arms. You know, yeah. he was like, oh, right. Just co- he's just covered in spaghetti. His I'm umbilical cord was just, was just one piece of fettuccine. Gross. Oh no. <laughs> okay. By the way, fettuccine Alfredo is dog shit. That's mac and cheese for adults. If you go to Italian restaurant, that doesn't make you, it dog shit. You, That's yes, fucking good, dude. And I you, love fettuccine Alfredo. Oh, good for you. If you go to Italian <laughs> restaurant and you order fettuccine Alfredo, uh-huh. you're the most basic piece of garbage on the face of this planet. Fuck you. Can, you. you can make that at your house so what yeah i could make any other italian dish in my house too i couldn't but i could make that yeah but you can't make anything no today i told somebody i told uh you can't you you can't even chop an onion i can chop an onion i watched you chop an onion and i was really scared for I've your fingers chopped. i was talking to this, this lady earlier or my friend uh, ariel greenspoon comedian mm-hmm. town and i was like very funny i was like yeah i don't i don't really cook anything and she goes i she every goes, time she, every time you turn on an oven i'm floored why because you don't know how to cook anything, dude. Well, I don't. But so I told her, I told her that, <sighs> and she was like, "Oh, what about quesadillas?" And I was like, "No, I, I just said I don't." That's cook like the any- easiest thing in the in the world to make. Man. She goes, she says, "That's funny. I just picture you like just making quesadillas very late at night alone." <laughs> I was like, whoa! All right, good to know. <laughs> my uh, how people think of me. 
No, Fettuccine and Alfredo is for cowards. Fucking grow up. Grow up. Are you Whatever. wearing a bib too? You fucking piece of. What is your hatred against Fettuccine Alfredo? Because I worked in an Italian place for three fucking years. Yeah. And these these white trash people uh-huh. would come in and, and just be like, you come in and say hello. You know, name's Dean, man. Good to see you. I wait yeah. at him. Um, and just you would be like oh we had this really good special this tastes incredible we had yeah. it earlier and they're like yeah what about fettuccine alfredo just ugh, just just it's just the most garbage people and you just look at them <laughs> you'd look them in the eyes and and they'd look so happy and then you'd give them the food and they'd eat it and they'd be so happy they would lo- they would love every moment what of is it. with this hate in your heart for these these are very simple folk salt of the earth people who know what they like Maybe so. It's sad that they don't want to try anything new. Because yeah, but well, it's it's just it, I just feel like. If but that going, that if anything, that's a credit to Fettuccine Alfredo for being a mainstay oh, that they can them. always go back to. Fuck Fettuccine Alfredo. I hate white cream sauce anyway. For the most part, you make a pretty good one, but mostly I, I don't like it. Yeah, and fuck so, yeah, I make a good one. I know. And so <laughs> also, it was a two for one pasta deal. So you'd be like, hey, we have this thing. They're like, no, I want this two for it, it was a whole thing. And I it really Well that sounds more like they were ordering the cheap the two shit. for one thing. Yeah. That was the deal. They were going for the deal. This not for cost the dish. this cost us a dollar and thirty cents to make, and we're selling it for like fifteen bucks. You're if you're a sucker. <laughs> if you like Fettuccine Alfredo, you probably voted for Donald Trump too. Just tricked by a con man. Well, I, I won't I won't disagree with you. Fettuccine there. Alfredo is is the meal of Trump's America. It's the Donald Trump of pastas. It is. It absolutely is. So think about that next time you order a fettuccine Alfredo. But thank you for listening. Who are you yelling at? Yeah. Every the world. <laughs> Who am I, dude? I speak truth to power. You know me. Oh yeah, yeah. You're the big dog. That's what I do. Yeah. I'm the big dog. You're the new Diogenes. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of truth to power, this Machiavelli guy. This Machiavelli guy. Yeah, okay. this is a fucking ravioli head. So you mentioned art of war. Yes. So he did. He so here's the thing. There's there's two arts of war. There's two books called Art of War. Really? He wrote one. Okay, called the Art of War. But that's not actually the book that he's really famous for. The one that he's super famous for is called The Prince. Yes. Um, the other Art of War was written by our Chinese friend Sun Tzu, uh, and he uh, he wrote the Chinese version of Art of War, and that's what most like business people use hmm. as like a so that's so two- funny i always thought that was his god his god of war, no, god god of war. war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah machiavelli he had that yeah. uh superhero with the battle axe shut up pat yeah no it's he um, wrote like uh call of duty right <laughs> <laughs> but hold on really i always assumed that was machiavelli's There's, art of war so you, you might that's be crazy. right but so not really though art his his art of war is not as well known as his the prince the prince is the book that he's super well known for sure and we're going to talk a lot about that because Good. that's what made him super famous i'm glad um i just i'm so maybe. pumped to learn yeah <laughs> so let me ask you a couple questions okay all right uh let's say you are the leader of a country right and this is a, a hypothetical. A hypothetical. Not actually. Yeah. No, you're not. Well, no, you home. are actually. You're uh, Dean Nation. No, you're you're the um, <laughs> the leader of Dean Nation. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> well, no, you're you're you are now the manager of the Velveeta Room, which is a a sovereign state. It's considered a sovereign state. Yeah, it's like the Vatican. It's like the Vatican. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like this thing in the middle of a larger thing. Yeah, yeah. That it's I like, have it, complete. Yeah, the Vatican is a, is an, its own sovereign country inside right. of Rome. And the Velveeta Room is its own sovereign country inside of Austin, Texas. Right. We actually have yeah. our own currency. It's just right. drink tickets. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. We right. don't like it. Yeah. Exchange rate, not so good. Yeah. So how do you maintain power at the Velveeta Room? 
I kick ass. I take names, brother. Okay, so that's one way to do it. Yeah. Do you curry favor? In what sense? Do you... Well, I mean, you know, you're in a position of power where you can, you know, give things to people, like sure. stage time. Yes. Right? Uh, there's a chance that you could be hated by some people. Sure. There's a chance that you could be feared by some people. <laughs> well, that's not true. <laughs> well, a little bit. No, it might be true. Well. Because, you, I mean, like, what if someone crosses your path... <laughs> And then you ban them. You, you don't give them any. You say you, you're not allowed to come to Velveterum anymore. You can't. You, you, you'll never have stage time here. Yeah. That's a power that you have. Well, hey, man. Yeah. That's what they call me. Kid lightning. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Like power. Um, okay. So basically the principles that he lays out in the prince yeah. are um also the velvet room is a comedy club in town in case you yeah. don't know what we're talking about right now because it sounds like a restaurant yeah the velvet room it's yeah it's just a, it's, a, it's a restaurant that serves only fettuccine alfredo yeah fettuccine alfredo that's why you're so mad at yeah it. fettuccine alfredo boxed wine and uh Velveeta cheese and that's it yeah um i'm the cook also yeah <laughs> it's a disaster yeah <laughs> Um, <laughs> I cook a giant pot in front of everybody. It's a gigantic cauldron, and I yeah, stir it's just bubbling people constantly. Just, people stare at me, and there's no talking allowed. So it's a dead, <laughs> it's a dead song. There. No, so no one's allowed to talk. They just, so they just look at me, and I'm like, uh oh. And also, there's no phones allowed. So because we're classy. Yeah. When I think of class, I think of no phones and dead silence. Right. Yeah. And you have those those little uh, those little blue candles that aren't really candles. They're actually just like yeah, the electronic things. Yeah. yeah. yeah those <laughs> things fucking rule. Uh, okay, hold on. So. So his whole thing is carrying. What are you saying? Okay. So here's here's why Machiavelli is so important. Why right? is he so important? Um. So I just want to know. We we've been talking about like Plato and Aristotle before. We've talked about some other political theories like uh, John Rawls, right, and the Veil of Ignorance, uh, Rousseau, and the Social Contract. Yes. All right. So all these political theories, they're theories of how you how how a just state should you know should be executed like how you carry out how, how a just leader should should govern right it's all about questions of justice right what is right how you know what what is fair what is what is justice uh for the people right right um i'm all, i don't know about you ben i'm all about the people yeah yeah okay so love the people machiavelli says fuck all that shit what yeah whoa so machiavelli actually this is why he's so important he's the first philosopher and first uh like political theorist to frame the question of not what is right or what is just for a state to do it's all just practical how do you keep how do you gain and keep power and it's uh very very cynical it's very very uh this is why a lot of people hate him because there's no questions of like justice or what is morally right or wrong. It's all, it's basically just a handbook of like, you take these steps to keep your power and that's all you have to worry about. How did he even come up with all this stuff? Like, who was he? So, uh, he was, he worked for the Florentine government for about like 14 years, uh, up until he was, uh, he, he wasn't like the head of the government. He was, he's just like a civil servant like in a position he was like a diplomat and an ambassador and he was like in the the council uh that helped govern florence for a while so it was kind of like a it was almost a democratically elected state for a little while yeah um which for the time was pretty unprecedented um because you know this was at a time when everyone was a king basically you know uh or a duke or a prince um all these states with the exception of maybe switzerland they were all like hereditary kingships right uh not switzerland or, though 
No, Switzerland was a was a republic for a Man, really long time. Switzerland's something else, dude. Switzerland's really weird, dude. Yeah, they were they were a a republic. Uh, well, they were a confederation and a republic. They had nine official languages. Yeah, uh, and they've been that way since like the twelve hundreds. So weird. Very weird. Stay um, out of everything. Yeah, they stay out of everything. They just mind their own fucking business. Doesn't really, seem yeah. Doesn't doesn't seem that bad. No, they've they've they got it down, dude. Yeah. That's that's why they have like I think literally the highest standard of living in the entire world. They do. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds um, great. Yeah. But I mean, they, a lot of that Patreon. was by stealing Jewish gold during World War II. So fuck them, kind no. of. Um, Donate to our Patreon so we can move to Switzerland. Yeah, we'd love and to. And I can this. steal uh, Ben's father's gold. <laughs> <laughs> I know he has it. <laughs> it's buried somewhere. Yeah, dude. He's just going to lock it around yeah, his neck. You just see oh, Pat digging. <laughs> that'd be so tight if your dad had like secret gold. No, he doesn't. Well, you don't know. No, he doesn't. I'll I know tell you, he does. does have a, a hatred for fucking the guy from Men's Warehouse. Yeah, my dad hates the guy, the George Zimmer. <laughs> it's not George. No, not George, George Zimmerman. It's George Zimmer. It's no, George he Zimmer. loves George Zimmerman. Yeah, no, he kidding. loves George Zimmerman. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But no. he, George Zimmer, the founder of Men's Warehouse, yeah. guy would go. You're gonna, gonna like, like the way you look. look. I yeah, I guarantee. Your it. father yeah. has a hatred. He of hates guy. that guy for some reason. It's very weird. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah. One time when I was ten years old, I I was like I, I went. Like I, I got up in the middle of the night and went downstairs to get a glass of water and I saw my dad watching TV and that commercial came on and he was like muttering at it. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he was like, he was like, fucking hate this guy. What did this and guy I'm ever like, do? Whoa. Is there a backstory to this inexplicable hatred? I don't know. There no, I never asked be. him. Because how could he possibly hate the, a guy who owns a, a clothing store for men? He doesn't though anymore. No, not anymore. Yeah. He got ousted. This is, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Men's Warehouse. Shout out to menswarehouse.com. You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Okay, so... <laughs> so weird. Yeah. Um, so it was, it, was, it was somewhat democratically elected. So yeah, okay, so yeah. So Florence was somewhat democratically machine. elected. It was one of those things where it was like, uh, you know, people had the right to vote, but you you only had the right to vote if A, you were a man, of course, because come on. Fellas, come on. fellas, the ladies. Again, um, it is. Again, it is a bunch of Italian guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good Women point. voting. Oh, oh, woohoo, woohoo. Um, What's next? A women's room? <laughs> yeah, there was only a men's room. Yeah, <laughs> and the women had to shit outside. The women weren't allowed to use the bathroom <laughs> in Italy until like 1700s. Until like 1979. And even then, it took a while to for people to find out. Okay, so uh basically the only way you had a uh, like a say in the government was if you uh a own land or b were like a rich merchant you had to have you had to be rich basically to have any sort of say in this um and then uh what happened was the people who were like actually elected to the council so machiavelli wasn't in the council sorry i think i said that earlier but he wasn't in the council he was like one of these uh hired positions in the civil service or the in the civil government not an elected position but just like a, a guy who they consulted or whatever. Um, if you were, if you, if you owned a lot of land and were really rich, you got to be a part of the council and you were elected to it and you never got any compensation uh, because you were already rich. That was oh, idea, weird. Right? So you actually didn't get paid. You didn't get paid to do it for the love of the game. It was for the love of the game, but here's how it worked. You, by being elected as, a, as one of these council members you got a lot of perks basically you can kind of make deals with people and you had a lot of power right yeah. so you ended up getting richer because of the of the role that you had even though the role itself didn't pay you anything does that make sense yeah yeah of course yeah um 
and then all these other officials in in the government who are like hired specifically for 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 different purposes like in machiavelli's case he was mostly a diplomat so he like basically struck deals with the other states in italy so this is when italy wasn't a unified country there was florence there was venice there was milan there were the papal states which is basically this is weird Papal states the papal states have you heard of the papal states Do you no. know about that shit i i, I can kind of figure out from context so the pope fucking from rome governed basically this this huge swath of land across the middle of italy uh so it wasn't just the pope actually ran shit in the middle of italy the middle of italy is kind of a cool phrase uh, yeah the middle of italy uh <laughs> well there's that, there's that of, you, you got little italy you got big italy and you got middle italy <laughs> middle imagine saying you go yeah, oh my Same daughter, middle italy five times fast daughter's dating this guy from middle, middle italy. italy well there's that great big pun rhyme about little italy you know what i'm talking about little italy and middle italy he goes little in the middle of little italy little did we know that we riddle some middlemen who didn't do diddly is that, that guy a line? No, no, no. That's a that? big pun. Oh, that's big pun. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. What is it? Do you say it again? No. Oh, but come it's on. okay. So he goes. He goes. Let in the go. This is him talking about killing some people. Uh huh. It's a big Italy. pun song. Big pun song. It's yeah. called Twins with Fat Joe. Oh yeah. Okay. That's the one. I don't know. We've talked about. That. We did. Yeah, 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 I remember. So he has this uh, really great line in the middle of it where he says, "Let in the middle of Little Italy. Little did we know that we riddled some middleman who didn't do diddly." Nice. And you're just like, oh man, that's you're really good. So good at rapping. Yeah. And now you're dead. <laughs> poor, 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 big pun. Christopher Rios, R.I.P. Yeah. Okay. We miss you. Yeah. R.I.P. This, well, this episode. Ben probably doesn't. No, I miss him. How often do you think about Big Punisher? Not as often as I think about um, Fat Joe. Oh, yeah. You think about Fat Joe constantly. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, this this, this episode is dedicated to Big Pun. We're raising our glasses for Big Pun. Big Pun. Both our glasses shatter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we both drop our beers and they shatter. <laughs> Every time we cheers on the show, our, our glasses shatter. I don't know why we keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have so many scars from glass cuts. Um, okay. So, in the middle of Little Italy. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, so, Michael was hanging out with little, Middle Italy. Big pun, yeah. No, so the Papal States was, uh, the Papal States is a swath of land in the middle of Italy, and uh, it was run by the Pope for a long ass time. So the Pope actually had a lot of land, and he uh, uh, like ran shit for a while. He was like his own state in Italy. And then uh, south of the Papal States was Naples, and Naples was basically just the entire southern part of the boot. Yeah. Um, and then Naples kept exchanging hands between France and Spain for a while. Forget about it. Forget about Oh, forget about it. It was fucking, it was, right. oh, Maron. Um, so, uh, yeah, so Machiavelli was basically in charge of striking deals with the other states. Um, he, wh- he was responsible for organizing this militia, uh, like a citizen's militia, which is the first time that ever happened because before that, the Italians would just order, would just like hire mercenaries to fight their wars yeah um it's so crazy to think about <clears throat> yeah mercenaries it's so weird yeah with the revolutionary war even we had mercenaries yeah we had a lot of mercenaries so, so did the british too yeah. the british had the hessians which were these german fucks who uh who fought against us oh yeah we and fucked them up and they had silly Actually, no they fucked us up for a while for a long time yeah. yeah they had silly um helmets right i think so probably the germans always have silly what helmets. is up with germans in their ridiculous battle helmets yeah like world war one not to spikes. mention this Hitler character, yeah. I mean, for, I mean, for, you know, the, the his his silly hat is the least of our worries. 
well, this character did he have a silly hat i don't no. think his hat was that silly well he was a he was in the army so he probably had a silly hat oh well, he had yeah he was in world war one yeah and he had that weird spike helmet hat which actually looks pretty fucking metal dude oh yeah well yeah you have a spike yeah. in the middle of your helmet that's crazy yeah and there's like a screaming eagle yeah yeah <laughs> the screaming as eagle. you do a screaming eagle yeah <laughs> Can you imagine wearing a hat with a screaming eagle as you screaming eagle if Wait, you, look if you, you don't explain you gotta screaming explain eagle screaming, eagle, screaming eagle it's really disgusting <laughs> so if if you don't like like gross like fecal matter stuff just fast forward 20 yeah. seconds but a screaming eagle is when you uh you shit and you throw up at the same time yeah it's like when you have food poisoning it's disgusting yeah and you know what I, and this is totally visual you know what this photo we'll do a photo of what i'm about to do and we'll put okay. it on our patreon okay, okay. this well, here, is well i'll i'll do that right now I'll, I'll take the picture yeah and then uh you'll we'll, we'll put it up on the patreon it'll so be exclusive content the folks. reason that they call it a screaming eagle is because when you do it mm-hmm. <laughs> you look like this man okay <laughs> that's why you, you look like it and you okay and it's I so funny it. because mo- I've, it's never happened to me uh, i don't think but like multiple men i'm friends with yeah that, there's that oh that photo oh god i look like a pile of gray but yeah um yeah that's why they call it screaming and i've known multiple men who've done it yeah yeah because you have to puke between your knees right willie b jim s <laughs> some of you i've screamed in eagle before really yeah why I had food poisoning. Yeah. Yeah. I had food poisoning when I worked at Ingredients a few days ago. You know, uh, our friend. Not a few days ago. Jesus. A few years ago. I was to say. <laughs> our friend Jim S. One time. Yeah. Shithead Jimmy. Gay Jim. Shithead Jim. He screaming eagled because he ate like a bagel with cream cheese uh-huh. when he was in college and he worked at like a photography store or something. Yeah. And then he challenged a guy to a race. Oh, yeah. Or some guy challenged him to a Th- foot there race. Was a challenge. Yeah. It was a foot race. And so he, he ran, he won the race and then screaming eagles. <laughs> so we had to go gym. I like that he ran we had so to go hard gym. that he, he ran so hard that he shat. Yeah. He had a shit. He was a shithead. He's a shitter. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, yeah, he's a shitter, but I'm a shitter too. That's that's primarily the the main topic of our texts back and forth. Yeah, is how bad her her shit. Good lord! Have been. All right, well, this is absolutely okay. disgusting. So yeah, let's sorry <laughs> about that, guys. Anyway, so you can come back in and uh, you're safe. <laughs> yeah, free from the for the poo poo. Yeah, from the poo poo jokes. So Machiavelli. Oh yeah. Well, what were we saying? Oh, we got into a whole thing about helmets and Florence. then. Oh, okay, mercenaries. So yeah, so uh, Machiavelli hired. Uh, Oh was no! He, he made come a, from he, a rich family, so not exactly. He 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 came from a a power not, not a powerful family, an important family with a lot of name recognition. Yeah, but the family itself was sort of not not poor, but like poor-ish. Um, basically, his dad didn't do a great job of like maintaining the the family wealth or whatever. Um, so Machiavelli uh got got involved in you know local politics basically and and developed a career through there that rules yeah yeah sort of i mean he he, so here's the thing he was a really talented guy so here's what's really interesting about (laughs) about italy in the renaissance period Uh oh that place is like that's where i think the grudge was invented like holding grudges against people that's like the most Italian thing. In the oh, world. dude. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, So what happened, this is like, this was like widespread and rampant in, uh, in like medieval and also carried on into Renaissance Italy was different families vying for power. And 
they murked the shit out of each other like constantly all the time there's like families fighting families blah 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 it's like the mafia it's like the five families yeah but it was like imagine that but like on a national scale and that's how the government was run basically it was like these different families were just like competing against each other all the time um you know, he's like, hey, uh, you uh, fuck my mother. I'm uh, going to uh, fuck your face. Yeah. You know, and then it just goes back and forth for literally centuries. God damn, <laughs> these guys. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, so what happened with Florence was that he was a civil servant in the government of Florence for a long ass time. When he was like a young kid, the uh, Florence was run by this family called the Medici's who I don't know if you've heard of the Medici's before, but they were a very, very, very famous Italian family who were like patrons of the arts. They like, uh, um, like Lorenzo de Medici, Lorenzo the Magnificent. He uh, employed Michelangelo for like a lot of his like artworks and stuff like of that. Of Michelangelo's David yeah. fame. Mm-hmm. Sistine Chapel. Art, dude. Yeah. Gay as the days long. He's uh, a gay man? Michelangelo. Yeah. Really? That's, that's the theory. Yeah. He's what, gay as Why well. is... Their official theory is that he is quote gay, gay as, as fuck. fuck. Yeah, <laughs> that's in, why is that? That's just. A a, it's. A, I think it's like a rumor. It's one of those things. You know when they say, "Oh, look, Abraham Lincoln was gay," or yeah. something. But there's there's like correspondence between Michelangelo and some of his apprentices where they, you know, he's like, "I want to kiss wanna, your mouth. I want to kiss your mouth with my mouth." Yeah, and then yeah, I want you know. to kiss my dick with Whoa. your mouth. And then nice. I'm going to kiss your dick with my mouth. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey, that's, that's how a, they wrote back then. Nothing wrong with some. DKN, you know? <laughs> well, you say that, but this some is also heavily them. Catholic Italy. So there is. Oh, right. So there's r- some real problems. Oh, with no. That. It's definitely immoral. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, no, no. It's not. That's fine. Bit. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No. But if you were the Pope, there's a ton wrong with that. Yeah, but popes tend yeah. to look down on that yeah. unless they're into it, in which case they. Oh yeah, and also there Looks was down while it's happening. This was also a time when a lot of popes were secretly into it too. Um, God, the history of the popes is insane, dude. Well, I mean, you have an institution that's two thousand years old. It's so old. Some of those guys are going to be fucking perverts. I mean, I've worked at the same restaurant I've worked Not at. Not to equate <laughs> homosexuality with perversion, but some popes were perverts. Yeah, absolutely, they were. But my yeah. my, my point is, like, I have worked in the same restaurant um, for. I don't, five years yeah at this point and i think of all the weirdos that i've worked with yeah this is two thousand years that's so many more years. yeah and like, it's like and it's like oh i'm the head of like uh, you know a, a billion strong religion <laughs> for like decades <laughs> at a time this, i'm ahead of this religion dude and i'm gonna be ahead of it for like a while like, yeah I'm gonna, until i die i'm gonna go crazy and come up with some weird things yeah yeah oh the frog yeah it's a blessed animal now why they just look cool all right is well, that true no oh okay I was gonna say we gotta put okay, Pope. Time to go to bed. There's probably a patron saint of frogs. Yeah, there yeah. Her name is, is Joan of Arc. You know, I was <laughs> I, I wrote a comic book about popes, and uh-huh. I've tried to pay multiple people to draw it, and it always falls through. You wrote a comic mm-hmm. book about popes. So if anyone oh. listening, I'll show it to you afterward. If anyone yeah. here is listening and they can draw comic books, it's like ten pages. I'll give you money. Just for the love of God, I need to do this before the old Pope dies. I need to do it. Francis? Is this about Francis or is this about no, JP no, the no. two? Oh no. This this is about uh Pope Benedict, dude. The OG, oh. who I consider the true Pope. <laughs> I know you do as well. <laughs> I mean, not anymore since he abdicated. So what I'm saying is someone not abdicated, me. he resigned or whatever. Help me help you. Okay. So let's let's focus. Let's go back to Machiavelli. I'm trying to. Okay. So 
Machiavelli, he uh, he made the citizens militia, and then all of a sudden, uh, oh yeah, so the Medici's he he uh, uh, you know Beachy and the Medici he. I <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to Beachy Medici in the morning. <laughs> so the Medici's were this powerful family. Naples, got, Italy. Yeah, no, Florence, Italy. They got ousted from Florence. Um, it was run uh, by this sort of democratic government for a while. And then uh, Machiavelli was installed in uh, as uh, as like an official, not like the highest official, but a pretty important official in the in this government. And then the Medici's came back and overthrew everyone there. And then they started governing again. And so they expelled all the people who were working for the democratic government. And that included Machiavelli. And so Machiavelli was exiled from Florence. Whoa. <laughs> and was actually imprisoned for a while and tortured uh because he was put on this list uh of people who were like supposedly conspiring against the medici government um and so he was in prison for a little while maybe like a couple years or something like that uh and eventually he was let go uh as part of this like amnesty thing because um guess what one of the medicis became pope and the pope was like we're gonna you know excuse a bunch of people just so we can look look good and so machiavelli was let loose (laughs) (laughs) what way to put it yeah it was let Let loose on an unsuspecting world on an unsuspecting world basically that's what happened wow and so he was this guy he was this like very like skinny guy oh so (laughs) what so uh real quick because we were talking about i bet um, he had no ass maybe yeah skinny italian guys no way he had do you remember this guy from the heights he was he was there the one year you were there his name was Stephen Barbieri. Do you remember? No. What did he look? Okay. Anyway, this is what he he. Wait, why? Because that's what that's what Medici, that's what uh, Machiavelli looks like. A fourteen-year-old. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. Right. Um, but anyway, Machiavelli uh, was let loose on the world, um, but not really. He was uh, he was exiled to his like uh, his manor like his property uh outside of florence so he had like his own like farm right outside of florence and he was basically kind of put on house arrest where he wasn't allowed back into the city but he was still free you know in his house doesn't being on house arrest sound like the tightest shit in the world as an adult it's uh, yeah kind of i, I mean love i don't know house arrest. well i mean if you have a fucking farm if you have like a lot of land it's pretty tight i do like, it here in my fucking apartment just sit inside if you're not allowed to go inside that would suck not allowed to go outside you mean yeah i mean like house arrest is house arrest you're not yeah, allowed to go but outside I could just like sleep and i don't know man i mean TV. they would be tight for a few days but then yeah. i'd watch what if you want to go outside what if you want to see the sun dude i'd look out the window i'd open the door and i would look at the window so you're gonna be tim you're basically gonna be tim the cat i'd be tim the cat yeah he's got a better life than both of us are you kidding me yeah he does he gets to sleep on top of people he loves <laughs> He just sleeps on top of fucking Vic all the time. That is pretty tight, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And sit on them. What have you yeah, what have you got to sleep on people you love? It'd be great. <laughs> Go to sleep on my closest friends. It'd be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah, okay. You gotta you, you you raise an interesting argument. Yeah. All right. I'm not gonna go into why it it would suck, but mm. you got some good points. Yeah. So uh while he was under house arrest, this is when he wrote the prince. And the prince is basically it's a book that he first of all it's it's basically a job application yeah it's uh it's what? yeah so he wrote this guide on how to maintain your power as a prince it that's why it's called the prince sure and it's dedicated to uh 
like Lorenzo de Medici Jr., the guy who was running Florence at the time, the guy who ousted him, basically. Hmm. So he wrote it saying, hey, like, you know, I'm trying to gain your favor. And they were very, like, open about this sort of shit. It's not like a bribe exactly, but, like, they, you would offer a lot of gifts to whoever was in charge uh, to, you know, curry favor and try to get them to hire you or whatever. Sure. Um, and so he was like, I don't have a lot of, like, material wealth. What I do have is my... This is how he starts the book. He's like, what I do have is my knowledge and my expertise in matters of state. And so I'm writing this guidebook for you. And uh, I'm, I'm submitting it to you. And I'm hoping that you'll read it and you'll... Uh, you know, consider me as like a friend of your family and that, you know, eventually the idea was that he would be hired on or something as like yeah, an official. The or, prince. Yeah. Um, written in purple ink. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And he would, uh, he would like, he'd take his like quill, you know? Yeah. And he'd drip it above the paper and it would look like purple rain. Gross. Yeah. The prince was written in purple rain. Isn't that, isn't that something to think about? Yeah. <laughs> so my goddamn sister was driving your goddamn sister. My goddamn sister was, was driving my goddamn nephew to uh, I don't know preschool or whatever. Yeah. Daycare. I don't know what it is. And uh, it was a rainy day, so they listened to rainy day music, mm-hmm. and one of the songs was Purple Rain. And my nephew thought that was the funniest thing ever because he's three. Yeah. It's like Purple Rain. What is this about? Dude, if I was three, that would be probably the most hilarious thing I've ever heard in my life. He told his purple rain nature, sounds yeah. hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Because why would it be purple, dude? I've seen rain before, and it is not purple. No. Oh, I've seen rain. Yeah, I've seen fire, and I've seen rain. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So, so he writes this book to gain favor, and he's very open about it. Yeah. And that wasn't like that big a deal. It wasn't a huge deal. Hmm. Well, also here's what happened. So here, the two two things happened. One thing immediately for him was that nothing happened. The dude, <laughs> the dude never read it. The dude never read it. And, and, what? And Machiavelli died in exile. <laughs> oh, that rules. Yeah. It was all for nothing. Yeah, it was all for nothing. He, he gained nothing from this. Nothing. Um, wow. Yeah. So he spent the rest of his life just kind of puttering around his estate. And like, he, he had an okay life for the rest of his life, but he was very, very, you know, disappointed and unsatisfied because he was like a career man he really wanted to be part of the he was also very patriotic he loved florence and he wanted to be part of the civil life it does sound deeply unsatisfying yeah so so that sucks for him (laughs) but the book got out uh i don't know who i don't remember how it spread but other people started reading it and then other people started reading it and other people started reading it and they started taking it to heart it's like twilight base yeah kind of well, wait, what? How? <laughs> I just like, agreed with you immediately. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Spread like wild, wildflower. Flower. Wildflower. Flower. Yeah. <laughs> Spread like wildflower. Um, That's the saying. Okay. So. I sound like Machiavelli trying to learn English. Yeah. A wildflower. Spread like a wildflower. Well, like a wildflower. My love for you is like a wildflower. It's a flower. You know, it's beautiful. It's like a woman's a pussy. I like to fuck. <laughs> And you're like, God, you're so Italian. Just cool it for a second. There was this guy, there's this guy on YouTube who, who plays the bass very well. Mm-hmm. And he'll do like different like things where like on YouTube, you can actually request him to do like, oh, like, yeah, that's cool. But have you tried playing this or that? You can like request him to do unusual. He does a lot of, he plays a lot of unusual like bass guitars and stuff. And I thought it was so like cool and like funny and like interesting because like he was really good at the bass mm-hmm. and then like he spoke and he's italian and i was like whoa that's i didn't see that coming oh really oh you, you didn't hear him speak until like 
what it's, how it's long it's absurd it? to me that people from italy can play funk bass dude no there's a whole thing i mean they're Giorgio Moroder. Well, I know he doesn't play the bass, but just weird to me. Yeah, people who can play musically like, talented and jazz who aren't from America. It just weirds me out. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying it's a terrible thing. No, yeah. I'm saying that like, what would you say is the weirdest nationality to be really good at bass? Ireland. I went. What we went to Ireland. I would say Chinese. Okay. If someone from China like just fucking ruled at bass, That'd not that they can't, but I'd be like, I'd be Which like, is odd. You wouldn't think yeah. it's like that. Right. I, I went to. We went to goddamn Ireland, right? And uh, we God damn, everything's goddamn with you. Well, you goddamn know. Ireland, your goddamn sister. Well, she's you know, you, you, you've, you've met her, but uh, so <laughs> um, she's she's a very nice, pleasant woman and, and <laughs> listens to this podcast. Yeah. So looking forward to that text. Anyway, uh, so they uh, like we went to Ireland and like we went to like a jazz show. Uh-huh. And, like halfway through, it's like what this is so weird that we're at a Irish jazz show. Yeah, it shouldn't happen. Oi, it's funky. Ah. Oh, I'm a funky bass player. <laughs> if you don't like me playing the bass, I'll fucking fight you. Oh, I love Miles Davis. <laughs> oh, Birdman. Oh, I love Birdman. Charlie Parker. Hi, <laughs> <Aye>, Charlie Parker. <laughs> See, we make fun of other nationalities on here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um. Oh, that's so funny to say jazz. Thing. Oh, he's riding the horse. You know, <laughs> riding the horse. Yeah, he's on a heroin. He's on a heroin. <laughs> Um, I love heroin I'm a junkie I'm a fucking junkie (laughs) I need to get my fix My fucking fix Um, I play a 12 bar blues I do (laughs) I do (laughs) Okay so anyway This fucking mix And this fucking wop Uh, So (laughs) Machiavelli uh yeah so he dies in anonymity um no not really he doesn't die in anonymity uh but the prince kind of spreads and it gets out there and uh the pope reads it and uh he's one of the few people who's on the list of uh like indicted books so the catholic church has like a list of books that you're not allowed to read if you're catholic (laughs) and it's usually just goes by like it says author and then the book you're not allowed to read so it's like author book author book and then some authors have like a couple books you're not allowed to read from them like kepler for a while was like his paper about how the earth goes around the sun instead of vice versa that was banned until not recently but like a couple hundred years ago or something like that yeah when the church was finally like all right i guess heliocentric blasphemy yeah called it um but like galileo's uh a lot of his papers were on there uh machiavelli is one of the few people on that list where it just says all works <laughs> oh really yeah all of his works are banned still i don't know if still they you're forgave not allowed the to... beatles yeah because what because lenin said uh bigger than jesus bigger than Je- but, but bigger yeah than jesus I, because of that i guess the, i guess catholic the catholic church i don't know it's hard it's it's hard to f- suss out sometimes with the catholic church how much of it is actual doctrine and how much of it is just like yeah. a priest saying it it's hard to kind of tell sometimes mm-hmm. so i don't know if they ever officially were like hey you know these these guys are no or no bueno or whatever but yeah. i think but they a couple years ago like came out the whole thing like you basically saying like the beatles are actually kind of tight yeah. basically the catholic church became a college student where they were like oh now that i'm listening to this this is pretty good yeah yeah right <laughs> yeah i feel like <laughs> every point. college student yeah when they're 19 they become a fan of like they're like oh i actually like the rolling stones yeah and and bob dylan and stuff right right right. 
Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. That wasn't bad, actually. I do a Just good then. Dylan. No, not normally. No. No, I always do. No, you don't. That was that was an exception. Hey. No. See already, you lost it. How does it feel? No, it's too high. That's why we. That's what he does. No, he doesn't. Not anymore. No, Look, not okay, anymore. Okay. Let's not get into this right now. We got to talk a little bit more about Machiavelli. Okay. Okay. So his books are banned by the Catholic Church. You better not read them. So do you know why? Um. Well, I guess. Or can um, you guess why? Yeah, I can guess because if you're a um a group like the Catholic Church, like you kind of have to like anyone who gives people tools of how to like disrupt stuff, they're not gonna like that. Yeah. Well, so the, they don't even let they for, they didn't even let people read the bible in their own language like they for a long they, ass time yeah they keep shit locked yeah they like to keep their shit locked yeah down. so well here's the thing the other one of the main reasons why uh they didn't like machiavelli was because first of all purple prose they just didn't like the they didn't like that he wrote in purple ink uh, yeah we just don't like your writing yeah um and uh also he was a very cynical about religion itself. So he wrote a lot about in the Prince, he writes about how you need to maintain appearances of being pious without actually being pious. He says, yeah, you need to look religious, but you don't have to actually be religious. Oh, okay. And sort of behind that was his personal opinion of religion, which he thought it was bullshit. He thought that he thought that Christianity was bullshit. Kind really? Of. Yeah. He was, Strike I wouldn't like one. I wouldn't brother. go so far as saying that he was an atheist, um, but he definitely thought that uh the conventional like so he would like go to church to keep up appearances you know it's like that sort of thing it's like the way most of us do his his apparent his his like opinion on religion was like you know we all do this it's this weird thing that we all do and yeah. you get judged for if you don't do it yeah so you have to do it it's like baptizing your kid right but like privately secretly i'm sure if you had like a private conversation with machiavelli he would be like i don't fucking believe this shit at all i think it's bullshit yeah yeah he didn't so and a lot of the things that he says of what the prince should do to maintain power is uh like you need to for example one of them is uh one of the famous chapters in the book is is it better to be loved or to be uh feared oh yeah you know that that's in the prince that's the prince that's machiavelli interesting yeah so he came up with this okay so, is it better to be uh, loved or feared? And he starts off the chapter by saying, well, ideally, you, you know, for a prince, you'd want to be both, right? Because you want to be loved by your people, so you get, gain their loyalty. But you also want to be feared, right? Uh, because you don't ever want to be seen as, in his term, it's called contemptible. You don't want to be seen as a contemptible prince, which basically means you don't want to be seen to be a bitch. <laughs> like, yeah. you don't want to, like... Uh, seem weak or something so you want to make sure that the people fear you too so when you conquer a new land you want to make sure that you fucking decapitate the shit out of everyone who is in charge and say hey i'm fucking in charge if i see that you're like conspiring with people from the old regime i'm gonna fucking kill you yeah right um and this is the sort yeah this is the sort of stuff that in in at least theoretically in catholic teaching is not cool like you're not supposed to just murder people (laughs) like left and right yeah it's uh frowned upon yeah so he says, uh, ideally, it's better to be both loved and feared. But if you had to choose, if they were mutually exclusive, he says it's better to be feared than to be loved. Hmm. Which means that it's better for you to look like a fucking wild, crazy motherfucker who just murks everybody in your path and make sure that people know that they will 
be dealt with swiftly with dire consequences if they don't follow your you know your shit uh it's better to do that than to be generous and and give you know gifts to the people and stuff like that right ideally you'd want to do both he says but if you had to choose between the two you want to be feared not loved hmm and that's that's a radical departure from most political theory at the time and afterwards too right we still have a lot of political theory that says no it's right to be this you know you have to have representation for the people uh the government has to do the things that uh you know help society blah 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 his take is no no no, no, no. this is for the people who want to be in charge you need to be a uh you know an ice cold motherfucker you need to be a nice a nice bones jones you need to be ice bones you jones. need to be ice bones jones that's a bad man he's a bad man that's a he cold wouldn't, he wouldn't be happy on christmas day that's what i've heard about this guy ice bones jones ice bones jones guy's got uh, yeah. teeth like a ice shark bones giovanni in this case and eyes like ice ice yeah so yeah so that's machiavelli interesting <laughs> and uh he um uh so that's why he's 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 the prince is read widely by a lot of people like tony blair read read him uh fucking napoleon read tony him. blair tony blair oh get me me copy of the prince in it in it uh Oi. Cl- clinton read him give me some blood sausage with me prince bill clinton read him hey i'd like to there you go all right here i'd are. like to get some 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 of that prince there that's pretty good yeah oh thank you one night i did an impression <laughs> of all the living presidents <laughs> no you didn't my, wait what yeah and i think i think one of them live streamed it or something what my my presidential impressions when did you do that here stoned out of my mind like three in the morning Oh. It's like a year or two ago. It was like a while ago. Wait, you did yeah. all the living presidents. So who's that? Carter? Yeah, Carter. But Carter, I don't have much of a a, 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 a beat on him. Oh, yeah. Well, he's just really Southern. Yeah. So we, I did him. I believe I did him, but I think that was most, I mostly punted him. Did you do Reagan? I know he's dead. Did but Reagan. You did do Reagan? Yeah. Okay. He's not alive. Here we go. <clears throat> do Reagan. Okay. Yeah, I guess it wasn't living presidents. They're just presidents. I just could recent presidents. Yeah, okay. Here we okay. Go. Yeah. Here's Reagan. <clears throat> Well, thank you. (laughs) And then after him, it was George H.W. Bush. Here we go. Uh, Here we go. Ah, George H.W. Bush, one-time leader of the CIA and the free world. Here we go. Read my lips. No new taxes. That's pretty good. That's all right. (laughs) Vic's shaking her head no. (laughs) Okay, okay. Victoria's like anything I do. Okay, Clinton. Clinton. Um, Okay, here we go. Here we go. Um, What what did he say? I'm trying to think of what I would even say as him. Um, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. I need a Big Mac. And some chicken tenders. No, I'm not going to give that one to you. I don't think that was that good. Uh, George W. Bush. Here we okay. go. Here we go. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm George W. Bush. <laughs> no, that sucked, dude. <laughs> Let me try it again. Uh, I don't know. Can I the do problem George is w. Bush? that you don't know what to say. So, okay. So, my favorite. I don't know who did this. I can't remember who did this. But th- someone did like, uh, you do an impression of George W. Bush using one word. Yeah. All right. The word is dinosaurs. Okay. 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 Dinosaurs. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Let me try it. 
Dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. I don't believe in dinosaurs. <laughs> I think dinosaurs belong to the devil. But you gotta, you gotta, gotta have his like his his laugh. You know, his like kind of chuckle. <laughs> he goes, he goes, dinosaurs. <laughs> dinosaurs. <laughs> All right. So there was there was George W. Bush. That's George then, W. Uh, now Obama. Barack Hussein Obama. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> you always say Hussein. That's his name. It's not his name. You're right, it is. But you, okay, I just ahead. love saying it because <laughs> that was always like coded language. You know what I mean? No, I know. So, it's, I just think it's so coded, funny yeah. to do. Oh, here we go. Here we go. This is okay. This is him. My standard impression of, of Barack. I call him Barack Insane Obama. Yeah. Uh, my impression. Barack of, Insane in the membrane Obama. Yeah. Yeah. So this is my impression of him. This got off the his, rails. But again, no. we got to finish this bit. This is him w- when his daughter leaves the front door open mm-hmm. during the summer okay and he has the air conditioning on okay <laughs> that's such a dad move too uh malia uh if you're gonna have the air conditioning on you gotta close the dang front door uh, i'm not paying to have air conditioning the whole neighborhood uh Obama? Okay. can i do can i do it sure okay malia that's pretty good i pay, I pay for for air conditioning all right, oh, and dang. you and you go out and you you leave the door wide open. Now we're not trying <laughs> to air condition the whole neighborhood, Malia, Malia. I am your father. That's pretty good, Barack Hussein Obama. My uh, the problem with my my uh, it's very good. Thank you, studio audience of one, which is my roommate. Uh, it's weird. Like I don't know. My Obama always turns into Hank Hill. He's got. I can see that. It kind of. It kind of goes. Answer a little. me this fucking shit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Barack Obama, forty mm-hmm. fourth president of the United States of America. Forty yeah. fourth uh, president um, of the United States. Malia, I'm the forty fourth president. See, now you sound like Clinton. So okay, this is my point: is that goddamn this guy Obama, right? Yeah. Uh, the this president. Guy. <laughs> this guy <Yeah>. Obama. <laughs> so Obama guy. Um, Okay, he's from Hawaii. Wrap it up. Wrap it up with this. We got to get back to. He's Mexico. from Hawaii. Uh-huh. If you believe, you know that conspiracy. Sure. <laughs> he's from Hawaii, and then he lived in like Chicago. Yeah. Chicago, why, Illinois. Why does he have like a southern accent? Nothing about his voice makes I don't any know sense. If he has a well. Yeah, his voice it doesn't is make weird. sense. He, I wouldn't say he has a southern accent. It sounds kind of southern to me, dude. I don't know. It's kind of. I don't know. Can you Trump real quick to round out the, the presidential I impressions? Trump. I can't really either, but I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. Here we go. Mm, that's kind of the uh, my thesis statement. Yeah, okay. I can't do this, but I do it anyway. Yeah. Here we go. I've never... Okay. Well, no, I've tried a few times. Here we go. Um, water. Get the water. <laughs> Russia. Russia. ISIS. China. China. <laughs> everything about him is weird water water so water that's a that's a jersey accent thing yeah, i know he's not, he's not from jersey too. but what been pennsylvania too this yeah water yeah water okay so machiavelli can you, wait, can you do a trump real quick and then we'll, we'll finish up with machiavelli just um, try it i mean i know that my impression what, what should i your, say um you should say uh, that um i'm canceling all oxygen in the united states <laughs> i'm i'm canceling all oxygen <laughs> In the United States, uh, that was not good. Bad. Yeah, that was like, not good. <laughs> Fuck you're you, a bad man. person. <laughs> okay, so speaking of bad people, Machiavelli. Oh right, um, here's my impression, Machiavelli. No. Okay. <laughs> 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 Here we 
happy. Um, <laughs> he, uh, oh, you not, no doubt the mind is going out just like a whore. Like a whore, like a putana. <laughs> <laughs> so Machiavelli, he... Um, what a stupid podcast. <laughs> this is such a dumb... We just did impressions of the presidents. <laughs> presidents and had nothing to do with the topic. Why, yeah, yeah. How do we even... Well, no, we're, ta- we're, we're, we're talking about powerful men who were influenced by Machiavelli. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Machiavelli. Uh, I've never read uh, Machiavelli. Uh, See, now you sound like Obama. You have a weird that's my thing. Obama. Oh, well, you're doing your thumb thing. Like, that's what like he does. Clinton. Well, they both do it. I, okay, whatever. It's, uh, okay. No, shut up. Stop. Uh, <laughs> we got to focus. A, a book I, ro- I wrote. Shut I up. <laughs> so what happens? Okay. So, uh, the prince takes off. It uh, it influences a lot of people because it's a very shrewd handbook. But this is of how to a, how to maintain gain and maintain power. He wasn't alive when it became big. Not really. No, okay. it kind of it kind of sprang how up. Did he, after. How did he get all this info? All this well, like what info? Like, why would he even write this? Oh well, he gained the info from from him. Uh, you know, being exposed to these oh because like backroom things in his government job. It's yeah, good. I work for the government. Yeah, he worked for the government. He worked for the government of of Florence, Firenze, and uh, he. Um, They're gonna take away our bow and arrows. <laughs> yeah, our crossbows. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna take away our swords. Um, so he. Uh, uh, he dies in anonymity, but the prince lives on after him. Uh, it influences fucking everybody who is fucking He's important, fucking, yeah. basically. It influences Clinton. It influences Tony Blair. It influences Napoleon, Stalin, uh, Hitler. Mussolini wrote his fucking thesis on it. Um, uh, John Adams, who's one of the founding fathers, thought that he was like a very, very important figure uh, in terms of like how to practically navigate different factions and shit like that. John Adams. Yeah. Like a lot of the founding fathers found him. They don't like, like, you know, emulate him, but they they found him very informative because he talks about how to tackle the uh, problem of, of dealing with different factions and conspiracies and stuff like that. If you're ever in a situation where you can't curse, but you want to curse, just say John Adams. What? Like if you're ever around like a bunch of little kids and like you drop something on your toe and it hurts, mm. it's like going, oh fuck, just go, ah, John Adams. What? Yeah, just do that. Why? It'll make you feel good. Why? Wait, is that a thing or did you just make this up? No, it's a it's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Ask what anyone. I, whatever. Okay, okay. I'll ask one person. Ask Victoria. Is it true? She's okay. saying yes. She's, she's putting Not the thumbs him. up. That's okay. Fine. So anyway, the the whole point of the prince is basically the main the main thing. The one takeaway is from that the prince. love conquers all. No, hmm. no, it's that fear conquers all. Interesting. It's that uh, it's that you have to stop worrying about what's right and what works. You have to stop worrying about what what's right and you have to just do what works yeah. and what works is you you want to make sure that if you're someone in charge you want to make sure that you maintain your power you have to dispense or jettison any sort of ideas of what is right or just you have to uh assume one of the big assumptions that he that he has is that everybody is garbage <laughs> he well. goes he starts from the premise that everybody is is natural so a lot of like political theorists start from the premise that people are naturally good and people naturally want have an inclination towards justice not this guy no this guy says no he's had it people are he's had it <laughs> that's exactly right people are fundamentally garbage they 
are flatterers, panderers in in the good times. Flat earthers. They're flat earthers. And in the bad times, they will fucking stab you in the back as soon as they have the chance. Yikes. Okay. And he says, you have to fucking know about that. You have to realize that people who say that you're, they're your friends, they are not your friends. When you're in power, you can't trust anybody. I don't. Yeah. And then another thing that he says I'm is... Most powerful man. Another major assumption. Another, <laughs> another major assumption that he goes with is... um that a lot of what happens in politics has nothing to do with skill or you know how you how you navigate these things it has to do with how you deal with what he calls fortuna which is basically just luck like things just happen people people die uh you know wars stop diseases kind of destroy segments of the population new technologies spring up that change the game these are all things that are attributed to Fortuna or luck as he calls it. And he says that the only thing you can really do is just mitigate the consequences of, of luck changing the game so fast. So it's a lot like stand up comedy. Basically. <sighs> That's Machiavelli. So Machiavelli seems like a pretty interesting guy. You know what? He's very thing. he's very down to earth. He's actually probably the most down to earth person ever because he's like he's like I've seen how shitty people are to one another and this is how you deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you agree with a lot of what he says? Uh let's go, yeah. Let's take a trip to the Ben zone real quick. Okay. So dun, 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 dun. we're in the Ben zone. That's my theme song for the Ben zone. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're live in the Ben zone. Live in the Ben zone. How uh, bu- bullets whizzing by? Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> how uh, do you have? You've read the, his stuff. Well, Pat, it's <laughs> it's pretty hectic out here. I'm in a in the Ben zone. Yeah, yeah, I'm in a helicopter. <laughs> so in the Ben zone, have, have you you've read his stuff? Yeah, for, I read the like, Prince like many times or a lot. Actually, do you know where I first read the Prince? The Heights. Yeah. That's weird. They had us read it there. It was. I was very surprised. I was like, "This is pretty fucking enlightened of you guys." <laughs> wow, that's yeah. really bizarre. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm surprised at the heights they didn't just give you. I'm surprised philosophy at the heights, uh, the Catholic school we went to, it wasn't just a piece of paper that said "sex equals death." <laughs> I'm amazed. So you're into, but you're into Machiavelli. You agree with most of it. Well, is there anything about it before we wrap up? I think it's very disagree? cynical. I think it's very cynical and depressing. Do you but disagree it, with anything? No, I don't disagree with him because the truth is depressing. <laughs> the 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 truth is bleak and uh, unencouraging and uh, and sad. And <laughs> and Machiavelli kind of tapped into that, and so I agree with him that that that's what you need to do to gain and maintain power. I just wish that that wasn't the case. Yeah, yeah. So in other words, I agree with him, but I hate that I agree with him. Interesting. Yeah. I can do a Nixon. Go. Oh, I am not a crook. Oh, I'm Richard Nixon. I'm Richard Nixon. I'm gonna eat your pussy. I sound like I'm underwater all the time when I speak. <laughs> I'm underneath water all the time. Fifteen <laughs> feet of water. I'm former president. Nixon, Nixon, and Henry Kissinger both read The Prince. They loved Machiavelli. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. That's our podcast. That's Pat, our- 
And that's the podcast. Pat, wait, wait. Uh, where can they find you on the goddamn internet? The internet. I'm glad you brought up the internet. People yeah. can actually find me on it. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. At it's crazy. At that's crazy. <laughs> at Pat Dean on the old Twitter. Uh huh. And once you fellow, once you fellow, once you follow <laughs> the Velveeta Room. Yeah, follow the Velveeta Room. We got some cool sovereign stuff. state Velveeta Room. What's happening this week? Claire O'Kane. Claire, the great Claire O'Kane will be there. Mac Blake featuring. Wow, what an evening. Mm-hmm. So come out to that, you fuck, or don't. Uh, but yeah, at, at Pat Dean, I got musings on life, you know? Yeah. What does it all mean? What Follow all at mean? Pat Dean to find out. I know the meaning of life. <laughs> I, I know it. And I will tweet it um, Friday nights at 9.30 sharp. Okay. Follow me on Twitter, twitter.com, at Pat Dean. And I will tell you the meaning of life. Nine thirty sharp. And Central I'll, time. It'll be uh, yeah. Central time. Texas. Uh, yeah. Texas time. Texas and time. That will stay up for exactly three minutes. I will delete it forever. Okay. So. Do so. That. So you you heard it here, folks. You heard it here, folks. First. Heard it here, folks. Um, my name is Ben Sholak. You can find me at Gristleporn on Twitter. That's G R I S T L E P O R N. You can follow both of us. At I Learn Nothing. Yes. On Twitter. Um, uh, go to, we already mentioned this, but go to iTunes. Give us a five-star review there. Come on. Come on. Oh, way. Maron. Uh, go to our fucking uh, Patronizzi, our, pa- our <laughs> Patreon. That's Italian for Patreon. Go to our Patreon. Uh, give us money uh, if you want to. Uh, it'd be great. And Give us gold. Give us gold. Give us gold florins. Um and uh what else oh yeah pat did you hear about this yeah yeah you heard about i hear about a lot of stuff you, you heard about more this, specific this fucking gabagool mook oh yeah all right we're gonna fucking find him you want to talk about grudges yeah we're gonna find this is the longest we're grudge. The italian out on this one yeah, yeah yeah we're we're hiring uh a bunch of italian dudes to hunt this guy down we're gonna soak his feet in concrete and we're gonna uh, drop them to the bottom of a lake, the lake behind the RBM food mart. We're going to watch him drown. No one will ever find him again because he stole. I learned nothing on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, until then, we're going to, uh, drown him in the lake behind RBM. We're going to cut mart. his balls off, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, until then you can follow us on. I learned nothing podcast on instagram how humiliating it is really every time you say the name i will not abide this inside yeah fuck this dude yeah um but yeah he's a rat he's a fink i want to kill him yeah Um, final thoughts machiavelli bleak view but ultimately correct yeah wow and my final thoughts just love each other man yeah take care of each other love each other take care of each other and join the dsa yeah, well, I, don't, well, I don't really know much about them, but uh, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Join, yeah. join the DSA. Join the DSA. Hey, follow, see if I care. Follow RBM Food Mart at... Uh, oh, and follow RBM Food Mart on Twitter. Yeah, that's RBM Mart. Yeah. At RBM Mart. They have a very weird Twitter and a very weird Facebook <laughs> presence. It is so great. <laughs> I love these guys. <laughs> it's so great. So follow them. Uh, go, stop in RBM Food Mart. Grab yourself a Snickers on, on the Road. Steal it from them. Yeah. Uh, don't tell them that I told you that. And uh, yeah, just keep on loving, keep on fucking, and keep on stealing. Keep on stealing. In that order. I love you. Goodbye.
International. International. 